This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I'm Kim. And I'm Tia. And I'm really excited (laughs) to talk about another one of my favorite Peloton instructors um, before we talked about Robin Artstone in the past. And today I'm going to talk about Tuesday because she just came out with a book and the book is called Speak. And it's so in alignment with all of the topics that we talk about on our podcast. And just right in the beginning of her book, she has a quote, and it's the quote we're going to use for today, which is the beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. And the reason why I really kind of like that quote is because it's so hard for me. Like it's a love hate. It's a love hate with relationship. I know in my inner knowing that it's true, that uncertainty has so much room for possibility, infinite possibility. And yet the control part of me doesn't like uncertainty, right? I want to know, I want to know what's going to happen. I'm such a planner. I'm such a Virgo and I need my structure and I need to know, and I have my list. So tapping into the uncertainty is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that I'm, I can wear that people pleaser mask right. is also very hard for me because it's hard for me to say yes to myself. Mm-hmm. And so there's this fear, the uncertainty of if I don't say yes to another and, and I don't put others first and I put myself first that something bad is going to happen. However, throughout my life, when I have taken the time to step into uncertainty and I've said yes to myself, the possibilities were amazing. Right. And I'll get into an example of that in a moment. And then you can share an example if you have one. But why don't we first talk about the July challenge that's coming up and how that ties in? Do you want to? Yeah share that a little bit. So, you know, we're just wrapping up, you know, what the last day of June right now that this is coming out. So wrapping up our getting outside your comfort zone, June challenge, which has been really fun. And now we're stepping into July and we're kind of just having fun with summer with all of these challenges. I love it. You know, and who knows, maybe we'll continue them after summer, but for right now, it feels fun for summer. So July, when we were talking about what are we going to do for July? And it kind of, you know, you, you talked about what the challenge is without saying what the challenge is, which is I love because you're giving the background. So it's really saying yes to yourself. How can you say yes to yourself in July? And how, how might that look? Is it stepping into uncertainty? Is it saying no to an event because you really don't want to do it or saying no to someone else, you know, like, hey, can you bring... 
X treats to the potluck. And you're like, I don't want to make those. I want to make something else, you know? So what, and so, you know, little examples like that or big ones of saying like, you know what, I, I need to take a day and no, I'm not going to go partake in all these family activities that everyone's expecting me to do, or I'm not going to plan this event or, because in summer, right, there's all these opportunities and lots of pressure to do things that you're supposed to go to because someone is hosting something you should do it. But if it doesn't feel right in you, or maybe you only want to go, you'll make an appearance for half an hour, but you want to go, but you really don't want to hang out for the whole event. It's saying yes to yourself and stepping into that. So what fills you up? And it can be other things like saying yes to yourself is like, I really need to go take a walk. The laundry can wait or this can wait. But what I need right now is this. So starting to really tap into what are my needs? What, What have I been setting aside for years, for days, for hours? I mean, it could just be... You've completely ignored, yeah, exactly, completely ignored that part of yourself for years because you had the people pleaser mask on. So it ties into that people pleaser. It can tie into perfectionism. Like, hey, it's good enough. I'm saying yes to myself. I did enough. I don't need to do any more around this. So how can you say yes to you? And I'm so love excited it. for this. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and. This is just so front and center for me. You know, this is, I'm excited for the challenge because it is one that I struggle with for sure. Um, and, you know, my my example that I was going to share is, and then maybe we can also share how it feels for us, each of us, because maybe it shows up differently in each person. Like, what are the signs or symptoms that come up within you that say, hey, I'm not saying yes to myself. I am putting the other first. Like, how do you know when you're really putting other people before yourself way too much? And and we can talk about that in a moment. I wanna share though, my example of how, I don't even remember how many evolves Dr. Shafali had before that one, maybe four, four. four. Okay. So she had four evolves. And for those of you who are saying, you know, what the heck is an evolve, (laughs) which actually we can put a little plug for her because October um, (laughs) she's having one in October and it's the first in a while because of COVID. So evolve is an event that Dr. Shafali Sabari puts on. And she does them like once a year, except for the last two because of COVID. And it's a weekend event and she has, she speaks and she has other people who come on and it's an opportunity to grow and to connect and listen to her. And it's really amazing. These events, they're amazing. And it's something that would be for my growth. And yet for the first four that she had, there was a voice, a small part of me that said, that knew I wanted to go. I wanted to go. And I could not say yes to myself. Yeah. It was no. And I came up with all these excuses. Can't leave the kids behind. Angela doesn't do well. You know, she was a lot younger at the time. 
she she's you know not going to do well when I'm not there. It's too much money. It's across the country because I live on the East Coast and they were taking place on the West Coast and the airfare and bottom line, truthfully, honestly, taking my mask off completely, I did not feel worthy to allow myself to do that. Right. And I still struggle with those. And, and sometimes, so for me, I guess I can tap in and say, I can feel small. I feel it in my gut when I'm saying, no, I don't deserve something. Mm-hmm. I can feel it like in my gut, I feel small. I feel mm, like less than there. There's this, visceral feeling that I get when I'm feeling, when I'm saying no to myself in an unhealthy way. Right. When you actually want to say yes. When I want to say yes and I say no, it's, it's this feeling of unworthiness from when I was little. I know it. Like what I, my needs and my wants are not important. Mm -hmm. It's more important that I stay home, meet my daughter's needs, meet my kids' needs, my husband's needs. It's more important that I not spend the money because, you know, I stayed home mom. I wasn't earning the money. So, and who am I to think I can travel across the country and go to this for a weekend and take, you know, like, who am I to think that that's okay? So those are the kind of thoughts that went on for me, the feelings that I felt in my body, right? Our I am whole is to recognize like and allow what's going on in my body and so on and so forth. So, but when I finally did say yes, did you say 2018? 19, you were there. 19. Okay. 2019. I finally got the nerve to say, because I had been doing some work on myself all the, you know, leading up to it. Finally said yes. And going back to the quote, the beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. So in 2019, when I finally went across the country, went to Evolve, that's when you and I met in person. And then we started, right? And then we just started chatting and we said, hey, you know, let's keep in touch. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. keep, let's keep talking to each other on the phone. And we did that for a little while. And thus, Masks Off was birth. Exactly. And look at like, who knew. <laughs> right, exactly. Who knew? So there's the possibility when you say yes to yourself. Right, right. And, and with everything you shared about that, all you were feeling about, no, 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 no. And then you did say yes to yourself. There was that uncertainty. You didn't, maybe you didn't identify the uncertainty of what the possibility could be of saying yes to yourself. I had no idea. I didn't identify it at all. And so, but that's the discomfort. So there was the discomfort of not knowing what would happen if you were gone for a weekend. What would happen to the house? What would happen to the kids? What happened to all this stuff? Yeah. But the uncertainty of that was even you thinking of everyone else instead of yourself at that time. Oh, totally. It's totally. And it shows how deeply embedded our cultural conditioning and our patterns from childhood, a lot of the time, 
can just change how we perceive so much until we take that mask off and it's like, holy cow, I had no idea how it was showing up in all these different ways. It's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. And it can be very subtle, like too, you know, that mask can be very subtle because it can trick me Mm -hmm. too into thinking like, here's, here's another way of knowing if I'm justifying and making excuses (laughs) to avoid the uncertainty, that's another way that I know that I especially, oops, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Especially what, especially when our justifications and excuses are about the other. Yes. Say more about that. So like for what you said, and I had that experience why I didn't go to the very first evolve. I mean, I literally almost pushed purchase tickets and I stopped at the last minute. You know, I was so close, but it was the, I can't go because so-and-so, you know, they're this age. And, you know, even though they would have been fine, they were in middle school at that time, they would have been completely fine. But I had it in my mind. that I would abandon them and they would, yes. would cause who knows what happens if they had a bad night, who, how are they going to be supported in the same way that I could support them? You know? So yeah. I made this story about the other. So I didn't even have to look at myself and be like, I know I really want to do this, but I can do it another time. It's, I don't need to do it this year. You know, do I have regrets that I didn't go to the first one? I don't know if I'd use it call regrets, Because now I look back at that and realize how much those masks were influencing me choosing to say no to that very first evolve. Yeah. Because I was, those excuses were not about me. I know. They were about the other and the the external about that. Which really, and that's where it's sneaky because it makes you think that it's about the other, but you're really hiding. Right from what's really underneath that it's really about you or it's about me. Right. It's the, Oh, I'm yeah. helping others. Yeah. How can I stop helping? Exactly. Serving and doing for them. Cause if I do it for myself, I'm selfish. Okay. So that was, what year was that for you? Was that what, was like 2016, I think was the or 20, 15, 16, 17, 2015. That was the first. Okay. Year. So 2015 for you Which and then 2019. 19 for me. And obviously there's so many other like examples throughout. How would you say you compare from then to now? Like, is it still a struggle for you to say yes to yourself? It depends on the situation. Yeah. Okay. You know, so like I've gotten pretty good at saying yes to myself in lots of areas. Yeah. And there's still that little sliver, you know, so evolve is the sixth evolve is this October and this year it's in Atlanta. And even though I already, I mean, like I already knew I was going like, it wasn't like a yes, I'm going, but I still have those little undercurrent thoughts of how are the pets going to be? They're so used to me, you know, and now they know that your pets miss you, you know, cause my kids are, in their own apartments on campus, you know, I still have those thoughts. Like what if something happens on Saturday night while I'm gone and they need me? Mm. Well, they can still call and text. It's no different. I just wouldn't be able to drive down there, but how often do I have to drive down there <laughs> on a Saturday anyway. night for anything? 
So now my underscore is more, the cats are going to miss me. They are so, you know, like I know how to navigate their feeding in the morning and the evening in a way so that they each get the amount they're supposed to have. They don't eat off each other bowl. I know they're going to miss me. They're so used to our little routine and me being, you know, working from home. I mean, Ozzy's laying down right here. What, what's, how's he going to be okay for that weekend? You know, so I, yeah. I notice like the undercurrents there. So there's still that little bit of self-doubt of the worthiness. Yeah, that you don't deserve to, mm-hmm. to go because all these other people, places and things need you. Right. And when I know they're going to be need you, And their needs are more important than you taking care of yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. And I and know that's they'll why, be fine and I know they will miss me. I mean, that's. Yeah, of course. That's true, too. They will. Right. There is truth to that. And it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's really good that we brought that point up that even throughout the challenge, even if you are able to get yourself to say yes to yourself, Mm -hmm. there still may be undercurrents. There still may be backlashes and things like that. Because I noticed too for myself that I can still say yes and push through and mm-hmm. give myself the permission yeah. to say yes, but I still have the backlash. Mm-hmm. And do you still have, because I still have, I still have that little undercurrent of guilt. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not shame. Like it doesn't, it, it doesn't transfer into shame for me. Yeah. I, I can't think of that since I've been doing this work. Shame shows up, still shows up for me in other ways, but not yeah. around this, but I still have, guilt that I saw guilt too how can you choose your you know how can you choose you over them so I feel bad that I'm not showing up for them in the way I think they need may not actually be how the way someone else needs did you have that messaging when you were little that certain things that you were doing if you tried to put yourself first it, it was bad I think I don't, you know, did I ever have verbal statements said to me? Probably on occasion, but not, it wasn't a consistent messaging, but I had a nonverbal messaging of that. And I think I also had the cultural conditioning of being an only child, Yeah, you know, so when you're an only child, there's no other kids for parents, my mom to focus on, right? So it was me. So the good girl came in because yeah. I didn't want to uh, cause any upset. Yep. So, yes, it was, it, it's definitely from childhood. Yeah. And some of it self-imposed subconsciously and some I'm sure was put on me. And I mean, I can think of a couple situations, but it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Yeah. At all. At all. And, and now today with my mom, I give her a lot of credit. Like she, she may have feelings, but she rarely ever said, you know, she's like, you do what you need to do for you. She doesn't say that outright. Um, but she accepts my job. Yeah. So, you know, the energy is there. And, and I know she, she is supportive of me saying yes or no to a situation. Again, 
whether or not she likes it that I don't know because she doesn't express it to me in the same way. Yeah. You know, it used to show up differently, but now she doesn't. So I give, I give her a lot of credit for that. Absolutely. That is huge growth and, and change and it helps. It makes it easier. And I think a lot of that is my choice of I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so yes. you're going to be, I was okay with if there was going to be upsetness still had guilt. Yeah. But I knew I had to hold the guilt and still say yes to myself. If yeah. that makes sense. It does. That was mine to deal with, not anyone else's. How about yeah. you? I, I was going to say, and I think what you mentioned is you, you, you made mention of having to be the good girl. And I think that, um, and again, it's not an all or nothing. This is not a blanket generalization because um, there, I know that there are plenty of, of um, males that also mm-hmm. wear the people pleaser and had to, you know, be a certain way, be, behave a certain way. Um, and having that good girl is um, really tied into, for me at least, avoiding disappointing. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. other. So that was like the way, like it didn't, you, you said there were nonverbal cues. So even, you know, people didn't have to always say it. I could just tell by a look or an expression that I just said something, mostly that I said something that disappointed the other. Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's where I learned and became conditioned to, because I didn't want that. Right. If I disappointed someone, my belief was the story I told myself, if I disappoint someone, it's going to turn into rejection or withdrawal or withholding love. And we're wired for connection. So that made my nervous system go crazy. Yep. So for me, like it, you know, it was the opposite of this book speak. It was don't speak. Right. Right. You know, don't speak. So it really, um, that conditioning is, is deeply rooted. Exactly. And you describe that so beautifully because it is, it's, it isn't what someone necessarily says. It's the actions that happen after that fact. Yeah. Because feeling responsible for a parent's emotional state is a big thing to carry. Huge. And it may not ever be said, but the actions, you know, I mean, like I've got the silent treatment. So if I want to be a good girl, I didn't get the silent treatment. And sometimes I would say something I didn't even know. I mean, how many times have we upset someone and we're like, that is so not what I meant. I know. (laughs) Wasn't my intention. So it's their life experience that takes it and twists it into a way that fits into what they know life to be. So it shows how miscommunication so much and how so much of this, not in every situation, obviously there are intentional abuse situations, but uh, most of it is not intentional. I know. At all. And that's why I'd have no animosity towards that at all anymore. I had to work through that on my own. Of course. But, you know, I can see it for what it is. Because I have my own conditioning of way I respond when someone says something too. I'm like, wait. And it's like, yeah. I didn't mean that. I'm like, 
but it sure felt like you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You know. So it works both ways. It does. Our, it really does. Our experience. And I think, I think it was important that we went a little deeper and underneath in this conversation to bring some more things out to just pinpoint that as you go through the challenge and us too this month, as we all go through the challenge to notice that these patterns and all these layers underneath may be coming up and it's an opportunity to investigate, be aware that all this is going on as you're trying to say yes to yourself. And if you're struggling, you know, if you're struggling to say yes, that there's just all this, it's hard. It's really hard and it's deeply rooted in us. Right. And it ties back to that quote. It feels very uncertain when we step outside of that and stop being the good girl or the people pleaser and say yes to ourselves because what we know and what feels safe, even though it wasn't safe for our authentic self or other areas, yeah, feels uncertain. Yeah. And so we don't know what's going to happen, but we won't know until we try. And then all of a sudden we're like, it's liberation. Infinite possibility. Yeah. I think back to 2015 of saying no to evolve that first year and now, and then saying yes after it's like, liberation (laughs) freedom still cause that like I said still there's that underlying little bit but I can it is okay to have that to see it to recognize it and move through it love it tough stuff but good stuff yeah absolutely so that's our challenge for the month of July and as we continue to record and we'll talk about it throughout the month and we'll show up and share Exactly. And then we have our um, Summer Connect and Grow call next week, next Tuesday, I believe. And we will, if you want to join us, um, how to register for the Zoom link is in the show notes. And we hope you'll join us. Yes. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate you listening. And we'll see you next time on Masks Off. Take care. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks. Live your life. See you next time on Masks Off.